Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Have a listen to this email. Hi, Niall. I'm writing about the predicament my sister finds herself in. She's a single mother who works really hard. She works in a hotel and she lost a lot of work over the last year and a half and is only back in work recently. She is in huge debt and God love her. She has managed to make ends meet and feed her children and pay most of her bills. I feel so sorry for her and would love to help her out, but I'm not in a financial position to do so. Last week, she confided in me that she hasn't had car insurance since last August because she just can't afford the premium. They wanted over €1,000 because she's still under 25. I know she needs the car as her kids need to go to school and she needs to get around and go to work and there's little or no public transport where we live. I asked her, uh, was it really wise to be driving with no insurance and she could get caught. She told me she signed up for the insurance and paid the first month and then cancel the policy just so she could get the disc for the window in case she stopped. Now, I know a lot of people who have done that. I don't personally know them, but I know that's a bit of a scam. You sign up at an insurance company, you pay your deposit of your first month, you take it out on a 12-month basis, you get the disc, and then you just cancel the policy again. So, in other words, you end up paying for one month rather than the whole year, and you have a free disc in your window. It's illegal, by the way, can I point out, to do that. But a lot of people have done that. I told her that I love her to bits and understand why she's doing this, but I'm worried sick about her. I was talking to my husband when I got home and he told me that she was being grossly irresponsible and I shouldn't be encouraging her. I'm not actually encouraging her, but I do know she has no choice. Uh, But if she gets caught, she could go to jail or face a big fine. Uh, I get what my husband is saying, but I think most would understand. And I think most people uh, would do what she's doing in her situation. So who am I to judge? Can you talk about the price of car insurance on the air for young people? Now, I don't want to talk about the price of car insurance on the air because I think the the email is more interesting than that. Here we have a situation where somebody is in a very difficult situation. And I remember about two years ago, we did email something similar from a guy who'd lost his job but needed to pay the mortgage and put the food on the table. And then he had got a new job but he didn't have the money to pay the insurance. And where he lived, there was no public transport. So he felt he had no choice but to drive the car with no insurance. And sadly enough, I mean, the number of uninsured private vehicles operating on Irish roads increased by 14,000 up to the start of last year. And these are according to figures, by the way, released by the Motor Insurers Bureau of Ireland. At the end of 2019, there was a total of 164,000 uninsured private vehicles on the road. Get that. 164,000 uninsured drivers on the road. So think of it this way. Every vehicle you look at on the road, every 13 vehicles, one of them is not insured. So for every 13 cars you see, one is not insured. They also say that one in five don't have the correct insurance. That's a whole other argument and a whole other thing, but it's not illegal. So uninsured vehicles account for 7.58% of almost 2.2 million cars on the road in the Republic of Ireland. And the proportion of uh, uninsured vehicles in the country also grew significantly year on year. And I'm pretty sure most likely during the pandemic it grew even more because people had less money and they felt they just still needed to drive. And I can understand why somebody might want to take the risk of driving with no insurance because they need to get to work. Maybe you live in rural Ireland and there is no public transport and you need to get to work and maybe you were out of work and maybe you are in great debt. Maybe you don't have the money but you need to put food on the table. Maybe you do have a family and a mortgage. I get that but I still don't agree with it because what you're doing is illegal. The law is there for a reason and heaven forbid you're involved in a car accident. Somebody could be badly hurt. 
a lot of damage could be done to the other car and you're not insured. That person then has to wait for the un- or the um, the Motor Insurers Bureau of Ireland, the MIBI, to pay out. That could take a long time. They won't get the same type of claim that they should be entitled to, most likely. And uh, you will end up getting a large fine and possibly getting six months in jail. That's a possibility. It's more unlikely, but it's a possibility. So let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. I'm not going to ask you, is it irresponsible? Because it is irresponsible, right? There's no doubt about that. But do you understand or have you got any sympathy for this woman who's a single mum with two kids who go to school, has her job back, has no money and can't afford her insurance and has no other way of getting to work, according to her sister? Can you understand or do you have sympathy for her? Do you understand why she's doing it? Or do you absolutely have no understanding and say, absolutely, I don't care what, I don't care what her circumstances are. You don't drive a car without insurance. Let me know what you think. The number is 87 Do you have sympathy for her? Let me go to Michal. Michal, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Michal. You were missing there for you, man. You're your holidays. I was. I was only gone for two days. That was two weeks ago. That's a long time, like, you're used to this every day of the week. That election <laughs> is it's a big voyage. Just a ah, yeah, did you miss me? Day. Did you miss me? Missed you because you see, I listen to it every day. Whether I'm on it or not, you listen to it anyway. All right, okay. So it was a void in your life, was it? So if I, yeah, yeah, like, some days I have a certain amount of agree with you and I said, that's that, but anyway, that's the best <laughs> life. You have to have a difference in order to have an argument. Yeah, and I'm sure most days, some days you disagree with me, yeah. Oh, it's a different. The other days I said, that's feckle. But the point is that you're entitled to your opinion. And mine and mine might be right. That's it. Yours more likely to be right than mine. But suppose ever we won't go into that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so getting back to this particular topic, right? So do you believe that, um, you know, or do you have any sympathy for somebody driving a car with no insurance? Uh, it depends on the circumstances. And if I'm referring to the lady just in question, 100% sympathy, absolutely. But that doesn't pay bills. You can all the sympathy you like, but you can't cash that. You go to Tesco's and later, sympathy, no good. You have to pay for what you have in the basket. Now, she has to have, has to have, irrespective. Like, okay, she no insurance. She's taken her chance. She might be the care, most careful driver in the world. But she's on the road. You don't know who's coming to get you out of side street. They might be fully insured, but the trouble is you're not insured. You're not and insured, if you no. if you were, if you weren't there, the car that hit you wouldn't be hitting you because you wouldn't be there. And yeah. then next year there's an accident. Didn't the motor insurance bureau are in? Didn't you and I are paying an extra percentage on our insurance policy? And, and also, by the way, with the motor insurance bureau, I know they're you know it's a great organisation that helps people in these situations Brilliant. for insured drivers. But it yeah. does take time. It's not as straightforward as your own insurance company, understandably, because of course every oh, yeah. other insurer is paying for it. But I mean, this is a very common thing that's happening nowadays. And I'd heard this before. This idea that you pay a month. You get your disc because nowadays most of them, I know my insurance company, they actually email you the disc and you just print it off yourself and you put it in your window. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, now <laughs> if they send you out the disc, they might ask you to send it back again, but she could just photocopy it anyway. And that's unfortunately what people are doing. They'll pay for a month just to get the disc and then they cancel the policy again. Now, some people do that. Or some people are just brazen and they'll drive around with no disc in the window at all, uh, which is mo- more likely to get caught. But in <laughs> saying that, I do understand her personal circumstances, Michal. She's in a very difficult situation. So do I. She's got two young kids. She can't lose her job. You know what I mean? So what what does she do? What does she do? What she do? I've been from the asset of the country myself. Believe you me, I know exactly where she's coming from. But there's another thing there that... uh, Well, she could talk to the company she's with. 
And maybe she might get a rise if he's sorry for her and give her a couple of bob of a rise. And she can pay for her insurance every month. And the insurance is like a very generous office. You might say they're terrible dear. Some of them, it's coming down as far as I'm concerned. But the point is that some of them are exceptionally generous. And another thing, like those people, they get yeah, insurance. But they're looking, and yeah. if the insurance is cancelled, the guardian should be notified immediately in relation to a particular client. I know the guardian are quite busy, but I haven't listened to their prayers. But they should have been notified immediately. Johnny X, they're cancelled his insurance and not paid insurance is cancelled. Well, uh, by the way, in relation to that, in about probably three to four years' time, this idea will be redundant. This story will be redundant because the Garda Sheikhan now are getting these units in their car and they don't have them all over the country, whereby when they're driving behind you, it picks up your reg and immediately up on their screen it tells if your car is taxed or insured. So they don't even have to stop it. Okay, they, some of them do. They don't have very many of them. I think the traffic court oh, have yeah. them. But they don't have very many of them yet. I can't, I can't yeah. remember what they're called. AS something units. But I can't remember. They have them all over the UK. Uh, but they don't really have them here yet in Ireland. Um, they have some of them. But So this type of topic will become redundant possibly in three or four years' time. But for the moment, we have a situation where she's no insurance. A thousand euro a year, you're saying, you know, she could pay by the month. You know, for, for you know a single mum, a thousand euro a year is quite a lot of money per month. You know, it's still the guts of a hundred quid a month. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I mean, she might, yeah, but me. she mightn't have it, you know. Well, she's a single woman. She must have a boyfriend somewhere. Had had a boyfriend. She would have somebody who contributed to that. Twenty-five. Ah, you're That's making an assumption about her life 20, now. The boyfriend could be 20, gone. Twenty-two. He could be gone, and maybe there's another one in. We don't know. But I definitely feel sorry for her. It's going to cost her about twenty-three, twenty-four quid a week. Now, I'm sure she can talk to her employer. I'll get somebody for friends. It's only get maybe 10 quid a month towards it, there for sure. The like of that now you support. I would no problem with supporting a cause like that. Support plenty of causes. But like you wouldn't want to be putting that on air yet every, every job. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but you do think she's being irresponsible? She's, oh, she has to be. There's no, no excuse in the world. Like if her mother got gored with a bull and she lived 10 miles away, I said, geez, you hop in the car and go. That's a chance in 100 million. Okay, but, but stay there just for a second, Michal. Let me go to Mick as well. Mick, you're an Ireland's classic hit. How you doing? Sorry, mate. Good. Mick, I mean, do you have any sympathy for her? Of course. And I think most people will have, like, me have covered everything there. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, look, at what she's doing is wrong. And it, people are going to text in mail and tell you she's the reason why insurance are going up and, and stuff well, like that. Well, she is part of the reason, yeah. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But, like, you have to have sympathy for her situation. Now, the advice, everybody's going to give you the same advice. Get rid of the car, save a few pounds, use public transport if it's available to her. Well, it's not available. She made that clear in the email. There, yeah, so yeah, she could live in sure, rural Ireland or whatever. I'm sure there's somebody who lives close to her that also has kids going to the school. You know, things like that can help. I live in a very rural place. And you wouldn't get away with no insurance where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you said it's redundant as well. That tax disc or the insurance disc. Yeah. Insurance companies are at blame for that going on, by the way. Yeah. They're, they shouldn't be... Everybody gets an insurance disc for a, that covers it for a year. Yeah. Why can't, it, why can't it do what the tax does? Give you one every month. If you cancel it, then you don't get the next one. Give that, you, one that's a, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea, Mick. It's wrong. That, that it, it, once it, a month, they just email you the new disc. Exactly. Or, exactly. It doesn't even... You know, don't use a printed offer. Even like the tax to change the colour of them every... For every period. Yeah, because the insurance company you know, I'm with, they don't, uh, there's no letters or anything. They don't, they email you the disc. They email you the, the policy. I don't know about your one, but they email me the policy, email no, me the I disc. Get, I actually get it sent in the post. I get the disc sent in the post to me. I stick it on. And like that girl there, I could cancel mine. I know you'd be taking a chance, but once you have that disc, 
you can see why people take the chance. Yeah. And, no and they, they, will, they will ask you for the disc back if you cancel yeah. your policy. But sure, but, uh, or, but there's no loss. Do you understand? You've only paid a month. So if they ask exactly, for the disc yeah. back, if you don't bother sending it back, so what can they do about it? Oh, they're they're not going to send the police to your door. They're not going to door, yeah. <laughs> so, it's a simple fix, though, Niall, to send out a new one every month. It is. That's actually a good idea. That even, if you pay, even if you pay the year, in a, you know, the full year at once, mm-hmm. It's still, a, it's still the thing that they should be paying it every, uh, hand out a new disc every month. And that because I, I'm sure it's difficult for the guards when they're stopping people at the side of the road. If Absolutely, somebody has a disc yeah. for the year, well, then you just assume it's legit. You know what I mean? I was, I was stopping the guards last week. He stopped me. He looked at my disc and on you go. Yeah, so, yeah. So you it know? looks legit, yeah. It looks legit. Of course, I know it is legit. Let me get that across. Yeah, well, no, it is legit. Yours is legit. But, <laughs> yeah, but some but, um, people, there's not. But I, I, by the way, are you, are you surprised, Mick, that you know one in thirteen people, one hundred and sixty-four thousand drivers in this country are not insured? It's unbelievable. Oh, I am absolutely. I'm not. It's it's a shocking figure, but I'm not surprised. Why do you? But I mean, a lot of it's to do with the. I mean, if insurance was cheaper, do you think more people would get insured, or do you think those hundred and sixty-four thousand will still take a chance in that part of their arse actually paying for? It? Have you driven on the roads of Ireland lately? <laughs> it's, it's, it's insurance like I, I hate having to pay my insurance everybody does it's the money out of your pocket but have you seen people driving on the road mm. it's their own fault the insurance is so high there's maniacs on the road absolutely yeah but insurance companies are making a fortune they're they, making a fortune yes they're making huge profits every year it's not, not, like, it's not like they're losing money sure. Isn't that what isn't that what companies are supposed well, to do? Well, no, absolutely, but I mean, it doesn't have to be so expensive. It does, maybe when you have golf. I mean, okay, well, here, let me give you an example. My insurance went from five forty to well, they sent me out a quote for six twenty, but I rang them and told them I'm not paying that, and I got it for six fifty in the end, right? So it's <laughs> it still went up ninety euro in the last year. Now, right. why did it go up 90 euro? I'm driving less, obviously because of the pandemic. I'm not really going yeah. anywhere apart from work, right? So I'm driving less. So why did it go up? There's no logic like behind that. I have a lovely answer for that one, mate. Yeah. I have a lovely answer for that one. I was driving through a rural village two days ago. There was a car in front of me and a tractor in front of that car. So we were travelling roughly about 30 kilometres an hour. in a 60 kilometres on. And a little mini car came up behind me and tried to overtake us on a bend and as soon as the bend came out off she went and it was a young girl no more than 20 years of age that's why your insurance is going up now so it's going up because of other people (laughs) at least 100 kilometers of course it's because of other people I've never claimed off my tax or my insurance for the car thank god and I hope I never have to Right, so you, both of you would agree that there is absolutely no excuse for driving with no insurance. Now stay, well, okay, stay there, both of you. Let me just go to Paul as well. Hang on, i just switch him on here. Paul, how are you doing? You're in Ireland's Classic Kids. Hi, you know, Good. Paul, you believe there's no excuse either? No, definitely not. No, is no one going to defend this poor woman today? No, because I'm telling you why, uh, the reason why I rang in, this is a uh, close issue to my heart, to be honest with you. There was a friend of mine killed in a motorbike there about six years ago. Um... How are you paying that much, by the way? And what age are you? 43. And how much do you say you're paying two grand? No, I'm not paying, no. I'm paying 1600 
Yeah, I mean that, but that's even ridiculous, Paul. Yeah, it is. But have you got have you got a full no claims bonus? I have a no. I was driving company trucks for a for a living there in oil, and they wouldn't take that into consideration. Oh right, okay, okay. So it's only first. You're only driving a private vehicle for a short time. Exactly, I was driving for the past three years. Like, didn't know I have like donkey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. Well, but look, it'll come down over the next couple of years once yeah. you get up to your 60 or 70 percent or whatever oh, it is. As I said, look, a friend of mine was killed off a motorbike by a person like that person now, you know. And regardless, look, what was she doing now, God forbid, she had an accident with all children in the car? Well, I mean, insurance, I, by the way, I'm not defending her for a minute here. I understand her circumstance. I'm not defending her. But insurance is only a financial, it's the financial aspect of the accident. It's not going to, it's not going to stop the accident from happening. Well, she will. She'll end up. Firstly, she'll end up in court. She'll end up very sad because of the accident yeah. and the damage to her yeah. children as well. But she'll end up in court, and the fact that people were hurt during the accident. I mean, yeah. if you get caught with no insurance and you get to court, most likely you get away with a fine, um, yeah. and you'll walk out of the courtroom. But if you go to court after having an accident with no insurance yeah. and somebody's yeah. been badly hurt, you probably yeah. will go to jail. Yeah, as I said, I just don't understand it. All, to be honest with you, you know, but if you can't afford insurance, like I know, I just said, you're living in the country, fair enough. See, I, I, why I'm, why I'm kind of having a level of sympathy for her. You know, she's a single mom. She's got two kids. She's got to pay her bills, and yeah. and you know, and she's working in the hotel industry. So obviously, she was out of work for a good period of time and lost yeah. a lot of money. You know, so she's obviously in quite a lot of debt. Yeah, but okay. No, I just said, I'm not going to hold you up all day. I'm a single father. I've two children myself. But you know, we have to avoid the bullets. Mm-hmm. But imagine if she got onto her employer, she might get the extra few bob to cover it. Ah, yeah, what, she tell the hotel owner, can you give me an extra 20 quid a week to pay me insurance? I don't think you well, will. Well, if I was the hotel owner, I wouldn't have no problem. Yeah, explain the circumstances, only about 18 quid a week, 20 quid a week, whatever it is. I'll tell you one thing around the drinks and that, that's bad for. All right, listen, I've got to take a break anyway. Thanks so much, lads. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. Number's 87 8 Am I the only one who has sympathy? Now, by the way, I, again, I don't agree with her driving with no insurance. Absolutely not. It is irresponsible. But am I the only one who has sympathy for her? Has an understanding of maybe what she's been through during uh, the pandemic. She's been out of work. She's probably been on 350 a week with two kids. Um, and she's got to put food on the table, probably paying rent, whatever it is. She's a working mother. And she's got to get her kids to school. Now she's back in work, so she's got to get the kids to school. She's got to get to work. Or her kids to whoever's looking after them during the day for her or whatever. And there's no public transport, or literally no public transport in the area. So I'm assuming she lives in rural Ireland, or a part of rural Ireland, or somewhere where there's no public transport. And without the car, she's snookered. And the insurance is over a thousand euro. Her sister doesn't have the money to give her, otherwise she probably would help her out. And maybe she doesn't have any other family to help her out. Or maybe she's too proud to go to somebody else and ask for money. So basically she set up the insurance which is a kind of known trick, and then cancelled it after one month, just so she could get the disc and drive in the window. Now, that might help her if she stopped at the checkpoint, but to remind people again, the guards, particularly the traffic traffic corps, I think, have those units, and it picks up your reg, and it comes up on their screen and tells them whether you have tax or insurance. So let me know what you think. The number's 87 Do you think, Pete, there should be maybe tougher penalties? Maybe I'll throw out that question. Should there be tougher penalties? At the moment, it's 500 quid, up to 500 quid fine, or six months in jail. If you're stopped with no insurance, you most likely would just get a fine. 
and you could lose your license. If you hurt somebody and you've no insurance, i.e. if you're involved in an accident, particularly if there's a fatality, you'll go to jail. Without a shadow of a doubt, you'll go to jail. So, <clears throat> should the fine be bigger to discourage the 164,000 people who drive every day, one in 13, who drive every day with no insurance in this country? Should it be a 5,000 euro fine? A minimum fine of, say, two and a half grand. Five, up to 5,000, depending on the circumstances. With a year in jail, should they increase it to discourage people from doing it? Now, I know you're all texting in about the price of insurance. That's a, another topic, but I, I, and I agree with you all. Insurance is too expensive in this country in comparison to some of our European counterparts. But leaving that aside, it's there and you have to do it. You're obliged by law to have at least third-party insurance in this country. So... Do you believe that people who don't have insurance and put others at risk by not having insurance, should they get a €5,000 fine and jail time? Would that discourage people from doing it? Or would that be a bit harsh? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Well, I keep texting, keep what's happening. Number is 087-188-0008. Somebody says, Niall, how do you know this topic will become redundant? People will always chance their arm and drive without insurance. No, with the, these units, ANPR, I think they're called, these particular units that the guards are getting. There's many of them out there now. I don't believe every guard a car has them. I think it's just the traffic court probably at the moment, uh, whereby they drive behind you, your reg comes up on a screen, and it automatically tells them if you're taxed or insured. So that stops them, you know, they, I, mean, I suppose it's great for the guards because it doesn't waste their time stopping somebody to find out if they're tax insured. They can tell straight away. How's it going, Niall? I had to drive around Jordan's for about a year and then I got caught and then I got €400 Euro fine and I got warned not to drive again or again. We banned for two years, I think it was. But I didn't have a choice. I couldn't afford the insurance. I had to go to work. I put food on the table for, for I treat young kids. So I had to do what I had to do. After I got caught, I had to go, I wasn't able to work, I went on to welfare, it was a joke, so yeah, I got hit bad. I ended up going then and getting my full licence and everything else. And getting me insurance, still still rockets through the roof, like, you know what I mean? Even though I have a clean licence now, but I understand what that girl's going through. I've had to go through it myself, and many people in this country have to go through it now, so it's just the way it is. The price of insurance is crazy. It is crazy. In some sense, I'm going to say I'm glad you were caught. I know I don't mean that in a bad way towards you, but maybe it kind of taught you a lesson not to chance your arm and do it again because it is a risky thing to do. Uh, Let me go to Damien. Damien, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Damien? Hi, Niall. I'm good, thanks. I'm I'm just ringing and just saying um, if that lady has any kind of running with the guards or if she has a crash or an accident sometime down the line, she'll just wish she could have come back to, to today where it was just hypothetical. Um, my mm. friend had it and he, he, he got caught now it was in the UK and they, th- they threw the book at him. Um, he, I think he has a criminal conviction for it. Um, yep. because, well, I know, um, I know in the UK they, they'll take your car off you. Yes, they uh, do, yeah, yeah, they do. And they'll sell your car and not only that, you, the same as over here, you'll get penalty points on your licence. I think you get five points over here for no insurance. Yeah, um, and you find it very hard to get insurance um, mm-hmm. if anything like that happens in the future but w- what I would say is if that lady in, unless she's living somewhere s- suburban in, in Dublin or Limerick or Cox it's going to be very hard if she's rural you know t- to cope without the car but if she goes to someone like Mabs and has a, has a review of her finances there might be things she can cut back on that she's not even aware of that would let her pay mm-hmm. maybe 50 or 60 a, a week or a month 
and and get insured. And again, if she went to a broker, my insurance doubled um, overnight last year, um, and I ten years no claims, no reason. The car was worth less, and they just doubled it. And I w- I went to a broker and. They brought it right back down. So, she, you no, know, no, I, I mean, by the way, I, 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 yeah, the, on a side note, I, I want to encourage people when mm. you get your renewal for your insurance, don't just pay it. Always yes. shop around and always give your own company who sent you the renewal, give them a ring and tell them, I'm not paying yes. that. I can get it cheaper yes. somewhere else. And they'll always drop the price. They always do. Yes. They chance their arm. Yeah, you know? they will. They, they, yeah, they, that last crowd matched what I had. But it yeah. was, I said, why didn't you offer me you know, that in the first place? But I think it's one of those, it's a horrible situation for her, especially she's struggling like a lot of people. But I think it's one of these things, if anything happens, it'll be a thousand times worse. Um, oh, she could go to jail. You know, yeah, yeah. So, Unl- unlikely. Uh, you know, as long as she's not involved in an accident. If yes. she's all involved in an accident, she could go to jail. And by the way, also having the disc in your window that you paid a month for, which is now yeah. lapsed that you can still use yeah. for the rest of the year, that's actually fraud. Yeah, yeah, it is, yeah. And like I said, I worked in insurance before and if she's caught with anything like that, it's impossible to get it. You know yourself, you have to declare when you apply for insurance. So yeah. it'll be impossible to get anyone to insure her. And if they do, they'll probably want thousands up front. Mm. Stay there for a second. I want to go to Elaine as well. Elaine, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Elaine? Hi, and I. How are you? Good. I mean, I can't help but feel sorry for the girl, but I don't feel sorry for the fact that she's driving with no insurance. No, she she shouldn't be driving with no insurance. She's a danger to everybody else on the road, and God knows uh, what could if she kills somebody on the road, mm-hmm. what what come back have their families got? Yeah, absolutely. But I Financially, think, yeah. Niall, that the price of insurance is way too high. The government are after letting this slide. Pierce Doherty have been on it. Has been on it. The government the last few years to bring down the pre to do something about the premiums, and they haven't done anything. No. Now the competition authority has stepped in because they've discovered that Insurance Ireland has not been sharing the information with other companies that will possibly bring down the price of insurance because we are getting ripped off in this country. Well, what I can't understand is is that we've had a year where. Um, you know, we haven't had that many cars on the road in comparison to other years because obviously people were in lockdown, 5K restrictions, all that kind of thing. So obviously the traffic reduced last year. I can only assume, although there was, I believe, according to the Road Traffic Authority, there was actually more accidents last year during the lockdowns, but there was less dings. Do you know what I mean by dings? So less little taps, bangs, things that you would make smaller claims for or whiplashes and all that kind of carry on. So clearly the insurance companies paid out less money. Now, I know they gave everybody a refund. I don't know whether you got one. I got a 30 30 euro. 30 euro, yeah, 30 euro. I know we got a refund, but when I renewed my insurance this year, which was only about two or three months ago, it was dearer than last year. And I'm going, so you gave me a refund telling me last year that it, you know, there, was not, there wasn't as many claims. But this year, all of a sudden, it's dearer. It's 100 quid extra. And I'm going, yeah. why? Well, Niall, I'll give you an instance, right? Last year, I, was, I got my 30 euro back and then the insurance company rang me back. And the insurance was in around the same as it was the year before. I said, no, I'm going to ring around. So I rang around a few places. And I actually got talking to this chap that I ended up booking the insurance with. Because Aviva actually quoted me 2,900. Okay, that's a lot of money, now, isn't it? I'm driving 20 years with a full clean driving license. I got my driving license after a year and a half of driving. Right? How, but how was it so expensive, Elaine? It's because they're getting away with it now. But two, but two, what was it, 2,000 what? 2,900. And how old are you? I'm 46. That, I mean, have you got a full no claims bonus? Full no claims bonus. 
What sort of car is it? <laughs> is it a Ferrari? No, it's only a Nissan Qashqai. It's not a... <laughs> Jesus. Right, it's an English import that has all the extras and all on it, but it's not a Ferrari. <laughs> right, okay. It's not me at Audi A7 or anything that I want, Niall, but what can you do? <laughs> right, okay. That's your next car, an Audi A7, is, well, is it? Yeah. yeah, if the husband's listening. <laughs> yeah, for Christmas, for well, Christmas. The, I'll tell you what the lad said to me on the phone. He said, they have actually priced you... They go. They do go by your address, and if they don't want to, um, if they don't want to insure you. They price you over. Well, that, that's very insurance. common practice in insurance companies. If they believe that you're a risk factor because of your address or because of your driving habits or your age or whatever it is, they just give you a quote that they know that you probably won't pay. No, I'm in Lucan. Right. <laughs> when I lived in City Key, Dublin too, back at Priestley, I didn't get quotes like that. That seems weird that Lucan would be more expensive than Pear Street. You'd imagine it would yeah. be, the, with the greatest respect to the people of Pear Street, you'd imagine it would be the other way around, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so your argument is that you can understand, now, not that you promote people driving with no insurance, no, I don't but you can understand why understand. people are driven to it, so to speak, yeah. pardon the pun. Yeah, because the insurance is just, it's too much. And we are getting ripped off, mm-hmm. big style. Mm-hmm. No, big we, style. But no. as I said, Pear Street, I don't know whether you follow. I've, I've spoken to Pierce Doherty on the air a few times about it, yeah. yeah. yeah and I know he's yeah. been he's been championing this for, for, for many years now. And not yeah. just car insurance, by the way, liability insurance for businesses, etc., etc. Um, yeah. But, okay, so in this situation, what is she supposed to do, Elaine, when she lives where there's no public transport, she doesn't have the money, she's working in hospitality, so she's probably not on great money, she's got two kids, and fair play to her, she's out working while having two uh-huh. kids, a single mum, what's she supposed to do? Yeah. So no, she's caught between a rock and a hard place, the poor girl. Mm. Personally, now I'd get a bike with a little trailer on it and try and do something like that. Yeah. But if 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 she's caught, she's off the road altogether. Yeah. And if, she, know, and if she's involved in a crash, she could go to jail. Yeah. Yeah, where would her kids get be? Get a credit union loan to pay her insurance and pay that off by the month. Or mm-hmm. not everybody has spare money at the end of the week. Payback loans, you know, I just think insurance should be brought down. I feel so sorry for her. All right, listen, I've got to take a break. Thanks, Elaine. Loads of people texting in. The number's 087-188-0008. Some of your messages, by the way, coming in as well. Um... No, I feel very sorry for that woman. I was in the same situation myself many years ago. I did drive without insurance for about two or three months, uh, but couldn't live with the guilt of doing it. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately, I had to pay it in the end. Well, yeah, I don't say it was just guilt, but I mean, yeah, I get what you're trying to say. And... You know, you're looking over your shoulder all the time. You don't want to be doing that, really, do you? Uh, some people are talking about the Australian model when it comes to mo- uh, motor tax and insurance, and I couldn't agree more. The state should be responsible for insurance. That way it would be the same price or at least a uniform price for everybody. How are you, Noel? Uh, Gav here. Just, I think the Australian approach is probably the best, where everyone pays rego, which is kind of a tax. So everybody's covered in third-party insurance. So let's say you have a brand-new BMW that's in your interest to fully comp insure it so we think if everyone pays a bit more tax and then everyone's covered by third party and then it's your option if you want to go for fully comp I think that's the best approach because let's face it it's extortionate and it's a cartel these um, insurance companies they have to pick it a litter, they do what they want, they make the rules and we pay through our teeth and adhere to them so we think that's the best approach sure. Yeah a lot of people talk about that and it is a great approach uh, that you automatically have third party insurance and indeed if you want to get fully comprehensive as they say or liability insurance and add to that, you know, you can. Uh, you, but you don't have to, you're not obliged to, which means that everybody's insured. Hi Niall, uh, it's quite easy to stop this uh, one month scam that you're explaining. 
Um, when you pay your insurance monthly, you should get a monthly disc. And then when you've paid on time and there's no problems going forward, then you should be issued a disc monthly. And then that will cut out that messing. Absolutely. Somebody mentioned that earlier on. I don't know why they don't do that. Um, but they don't. Uh, like when I got my insurance recently, um, I signed up for obviously for the year again. And within five minutes, I had an email with my policy and my disc. So I just printed it out myself and stick it in the window, cut it out, stick it in the window. There was a time, of course, you had to wait for it to come, you know, by post. And it had like a little kind of, you know, a watermark on it with a tin foily thing with watermark kind of pressed on it. So you knew it was legit. But nowadays, most people print off their own discs to save paper. They just post that or they email them to you. So you have a disc for the whole year and you're, and you're done. But, um, but unfortunately, if you get caught doing that, you're not just facing having no insurance and a fine for that. You're technically facing a charge of fraud because if you drive on an insurance disc that you have not paid for, in other words, you've cancelled your policy a month in, you know, on the monthly payments, and you're still using that disc, you are then now committing fraud. Many years ago, of course, people used to, before the kind of printing, the printers became popular and cheaper in the house, uh, people used to sell printed discs off, didn't they? Uh, they'd Photoshop them and do all sorts of things. But again, you're facing a charge of fraud if you do something like that. Hey, you know, I took a chance as well. Had to do it for around a year. No insurance. Took the chance. But I have to tell you, uh, heart was in my mouth the whole time. The problem is the price of insurance is just astronomical. If they brought the insurance prices down, we wouldn't have this problem. People wouldn't be taking the chance. And that's just the long and short of it. Simple. I couldn't live with the guilt, and I understand. I, you know, I do understand why people do it. Uh, I don't agree with it. Uh, I remember many years ago, I drove without insurance for three months, and the reason I did it was because I didn't know I was doing it. Uh, the insurance company I was with used to do an automatic rollover into the next year. That's the way they used to always. That was their policy. So, in other words, you didn't have to renew it; it just automatically just kept coming out of your bank. And I, I you know, the way you kind of don't know what your disc says in the window because you never actually look at your own window, do you? You know, I mean, you know when your car tax is up because you get an email to remind you. Uh, but what happened was um, it just had rolled over, and I assumed I was still insured because I'm with the same insurance company for house insurance. When I looked at my bank statement, I seen it coming out. And I thought, oh, that's grand. And three months later, I just dawned on me. I looked in the window and I saw the disc was out of date three months. And I went, God, they never sent me out the new disc. And I rang them up and I said. He's never sent me out the new disc. Where is it? And they went, new disc for what? You're not insured with us anymore. It lapsed three months ago. I went, oh my God. There and then I set up the insurance. But it just goes through how easy that mistake can be made. So be very careful on that one, all right? I made, I fell for that one. Uh, lots of taxi drivers, by the way, as well, texting in saying their insurance is way too high. Two to two and a half thousand. I, I do understand, obviously, you have a liability involved because you're carrying more people on a more regular basis. But that does seem very expensive. Paul, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Paul? Hi, Niall. How are you? Good, Paul. If they drive without insurance, what do you, what do you think should happen? I mean, sh- should they increase the fine and the jail time? Well, the fine should definitely be increased. I don't think €5,000 would put anybody off. I think it should be more like what you're saying, a minimum of €10,000. Right, OK. Well, here's, here's, my, here's my thing. When I started to drive many years ago, my father told me that driving was a privilege, not a right. You don't have the right to drive. It's a privilege. Right? Yeah. Now, in saying that, if you drive without insurance, you are getting behind the wheel of a car that you know can seriously hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. Would we agree on that? Oh, we would, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, if I hurt somebody and I'm not insured, should I not be done for grievous bodily harm, actual bodily harm, assault with a deadly weapon? 
Well, the argument is, and I'm not defending driving without insurance, but the argument is whether you're insured or not, you're still in the accident. The the accident's still going to happen. Yes, but you and I both have insurance. Yeah, I I know, and and it is more difficult. Yeah, and and there is. A person that's not insured mm -hmm. does not get behind the wheel knowing that they're insured. They get behind the wheel knowing that they're committing a criminal act. And if somebody hurts you, if you're in the street and you get assaulted, that person is, is. is done is cost for assault. Well, Whether it be grievous bodily or actual bodily. Well, under the current legislation, you can go to jail for no insurance, but normally you don't. Uh, the only reason you'll probably be sent to jail is if somebody is seriously injured in the accident. Okay. Like, if you're, okay. if you're just stopped with no insurance by the guards, you're probably not going to go to jail. Well, actually, you're 100% not going to go to jail. You no, get a fine. As, as, as one of your lads said, he got a 400 euro fine. Yeah. And was out back out in his car. But my, my thing is, if, if actually somebody gets hurt, now I'm a taxi driver, so, you know... How much is your insurance, by the way? My insurance was €1,700 this year. That's not, too, that's not too bad. I'm getting prices from taxi drivers here for two and a half grand. No, but I've been a taxi driver for 22 years. Yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah. But even that was astronomical, I thought, you know. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is high. I mean, I do understand the extra risk because you're on the road more than most people, but still, you know, I mean, you're, you're probably a better driver in some sense. Well, sometimes I'd say yes, and a lot of times <laughs> I'd say no. But. Okay, so getting back to this girl, so she's a single mum with no public transport and obviously a job that doesn't pay a huge amount of money. She's gone through a year of being out of work, and, you know, and, and I, do under- I do feel I, for her. I do, I do understand and I do feel for her, but now... Something similar happened to me a long time ago whereby I was out work and things. But I know her parents or her sister or brother might not be in that situation. But as a family, we came together. And we, you know, I was handed the money from my insurance. I paid it back when I had the chance. Well, stay, well, stay there for a second because I want to go to Julian as well just before I go to the news. Julian, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Julian? How are you doing, Niall? How are you? Good. Okay, you have a story about car insurance. Yeah, similar to what you were saying there about trying to renew your insurance. My insurance was up this week. I rang up on Monday to renew it, and the lady on the phone told me that my insurance was cancelled last August. And I got no notification of it. I no money back. Never heard a thing about it. That happened to me and, too. Yeah. Yeah, and then she said to me when I said, "Well, okay, can I renew my policy now or get a new policy?" And she said, "No, because you've been more than six months." For, which, which she said three months to me. Okay. And, uh, she said, we're not going to insure you again. I said, See, I, I was lucky. The same thing happened to me, but because it yeah. hadn't been that long, unfortunately yours was a bit longer, they yeah. had no choice but to insure me again. Um, but, but but in saying that, if I had gone, I think I, th- I think she mentioned to me, if it had been six months, uh, they yeah. didn't have, they, they would have been quoted me as a new customer, so to speak. Um, the problem I had is that they never gave me any notification that it was cancelled. I was the same. I, I got no notification. Reason. I'm not going to mention the name of the insurance company, no, and I'd rather you didn't, but I think no, I figured no, no. it's the same company. Uh, but, but I got no notification either. And the problem was that I changed my car in July. I rang them up, told them about the change of car, gave them my card number to take the payments off my card. So they had everything that they needed and they just cancelled my insurance then. Yeah, I don't know. Do they all do it now? Because there was a time when they all, you just rolled over. So if you never contacted them, your insurance just continued on, you paid monthly and it just exactly. rolled over. Yeah. But the I problem don't. With, the mm. problem with this, though, Niall, is that if you go, as the lady said to me, three months without the insurance, that other insurance companies don't have to take you on and you end up having to wait to get uh, letters from three separate insurance companies to say that they won't insure you then you get on to this other independent body and point an insurance company to insure you 
so you're effectively uninsured again for an extra month at least. So how long how long were you driving with no insurance? Since August of last year. Right. I'm, I'm, and by the way, I w- if I was a judge, I would consider your case genuine, as my case yep. was was three. I think it was three months. Uh, it was a genuine oversight. Now, mind you, I you know I'm, I'm going to take some of the blame that I should have checked, but you don't look in your own window. Do you know what I mean? And I just forgot. Well, my um, tax di- or sorry, my insurance disc was only up this week. Oh so, right. You know, oh okay. You're in a completely different situation altogether. Absolutely, hundred percent. It was only out this week, and I was saying, why didn't I get a notification? The insurance was up. And when I rang them, they said it was cancelled since last August. And, uh, the, and when I was saying to the lady on the phone that, geez, this is a bit upsetting. She goes, she turns around and says, I'm not here to offer you emotional support. I'm not here to give you counselling. Cheeky woman. I listen, lads. It's a good story, by the way. And to everybody right. listening, always make sure check that you have insurance because sometimes you might think you have it and you actually don't. If you thought it was rolled over or automatically renewed, they don't. Don't always do it, lads. Thank you very much indeed for the story. I'm not here to offer you emotional support. Pat! How you I doing? Know. <coughs> oh, excuse, <coughs> excuse me, Pat. I do apologise. Pat! <coughs> I just got something calm me throw there. Pat, your brother-in-law has been driving with no insurance for years. Yeah, something that happens all the time. Um, and it's, and my point is regarding the insurance and the reason why it's done, it has not. I don't really believe it's to do with the cost of insurance. I think it's more down down to the side of in place, um, because people are just choosing to do it. Because as you say, mm-hmm. if you get a fine, it's only five hundred euro. Most of these um, situations go on in court. But the yeah. reason why I personally believe that nothing is ever done regarding to it is it suits the court service. It suits the judicial system that we have in this country. If we didn't have people driving around with no insurance and no tax, there'd be a lot of judges and uh, guards with nothing to do. Uh, well, I don't know if they had nothing to do. There's plenty of other offences that people are guilty of out there as well. There is plenty more. But, but I, I do believe it's like a revolving door. Is that what you're suggesting? It absolutely is. If you go in there, like I, I was personally in court one day for speeding 25 mile an hour, um, more than the speed limit, yeah. coming between two different areas. I was in court, there was a guy with no insurance, no tax, uh, driving, uh, speeding as well. He was let off because his excuse was, ah, he's had a difficult childhood, his daddy left and stuff. I got a €250 fine and five points. Now, I took it, that's what it is. I was speeding, I took it on the wrist. But my point is, these guys that go in here and just, you know, use every excuse in the book as to why they're driving with no insurance, there's nothing got to do with their childhood. There's nothing got to do with no, no. And that is that is an excuse. It's always an excuse. The the free legal aid will say something. Oh, your honour, he's been out of work, but he's got a job now, your honour. You know, blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, Niall. It suits it suits these professionals, like these people that drive around with insurance without insurance or 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 NCTs, whatever it may be. They're just a little small cog, but it funds the big cogs, i.e., solicitors, barristers, judges, um, from the receptionists in the place. There's so much goes into. Yeah but, they, yeah, but there is something, yeah, but there is something hardly. By the way, I do apologise for coughing. What happened was, I just, I, when I was breathing in, I think a little hair or something in the air went into my throat there. <laughs> that was awful. I, I said, nobody, loads of people are texting me in now, and I make sure you don't have the COVID. Yeah, I'm, I'm fully vaccinated. I'm grand. <laughs> but, yeah, but, I mean, I know what you're saying, but it is inherently wrong, obviously, to drive with no insurance. So how do you stamp out the 164,000 people who are taking that risk every year? Apart from we need to have a wider debate about the price of insurance, <laughs> How do you stamp that's that the out? Other side. 
is if you take it, like there's just other models out there where you have to look at, um, especially in Europe in particular, the cost of insurance being so low relative to um, to the payments coming out. But like we've introduced the POIAB board for the personal injuries board. Now, surely now that we have now introduced that, automatically all these claims should automatically but, but, come they, but the personal injuries board is pointless because you go, say you've whiplash or bad back or whatever the usual you know claim is, and you go to the personal injuries board or you even break an arm and they say, personal injuries board say, broken arm, that's worth 12 grand or whatever, 14 grand, whatever it is, right? And you go, ah, no, I'll get me solicitor anyway. So in other words, we don't have to, you don't, it's not, you're not obliged, it's not bonding. So it, there's no point to it really, is there? There isn't a point to it at the moment, and that's the issue with it, I think, with the Poyab board in particular. And if you take, like, a car insurance, when your car, when you have a car crash, say, for instance, you drive a BMW 3 Series, your insurance company automatically has a figure that they pay you for a BMW 3 Series in, two, uh, say, the year was 2016. And they have a price that they pay for that car, because yeah. they know the value of that car. Now, the same should go according to a personal injury, i.e., you broke your eye socket. Well, we paid Tommy five grand because he broke his eye socket. Why should we be paying Paul 10,000? It's the same job. Yeah, but the whip, uh, the whiplash, I know in the UK they've got rid of whiplash more or less. When I said they got rid of it, the payments for whiplash now are like, you know, you don't get any more than a thousand quid, right? Over here, they're still lashing out 15, 20 grand for whiplash and that needs to stop. But in relation to your brother, by the way, your brother-in-law, should I say. So in nine yeah. years, how many times has he been stopped? Oh, I can't even count them anymore. It's, it's more and than, how many, more how many times has he been in court? Um, that's quite a lot as well. <laughs> so I'm assuming each time he went to court, he lost his license and got a fine. You no, know, what the, what you, happens is you you don't get a license. So the, after the second or third time, I think you just get a long term ban and um, ten years. Yeah, much, yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much it. So when you go back again, you know you have all your excuses ready, and the judges generally accept them. Um, so it's just a, another fine, and the ban stays in place. Yeah, and the fine, yeah, the, the so, fine, and then he always, goes outside the door and he gets back in the car and drives home. Yeah, and if you work it on terms of, um, I suppose, and risk, how many times are you going to stop in a year? If you get stopped three times and you go to court and you pay 1500 in total in fines, it's probably the same as what you're paying in insurance in any way. Well, it's surely at still- some point, if you've had, say, 10 previous convictions or five previous convictions, surely at some point the judge is going to say you're going to jail for three months. You know, this is the thing, they would say that, and then what happens is the prison service turns around and says, we, we don't have the room. capacity, yeah. and we have no room for them. Yeah, so he goes, so in, he goes in for the afternoon and sent back home again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and, actually that's worse because you don't even contribute to the fine then. So well, no, it's to, worse because you have to then employ two guards of Shea to go and collect you from your house to bring you to the jail, and then, you know, and then they give you your money for your transport home that afternoon. Yeah. So it, it costs the state money to do that. It costs the state money, and that's why I personally, uh, with regards to these situations, I do believe it is geared in a way that it, this is designed to continue to happen. Because well, well then the only way out of it is, is that the state takes some level of responsibility because, as I said, there's one in 13 drivers have no insurance, right? That's, that's a huge figure, by the way, in a small country. One in 13 drivers, 164,000. And a lot of people are talking about Australia and the Australian model and the idea that the state, when you purchase the car, when you, <clears throat> when you buy your car, that you pay the state and the state, in other words, like income tax, the yeah. state give you third-party insurance. So everybody automatically has third-party insurance. And that is valid for any car that you drive. And if you want to up the game and you have a nice BMW or a Ferrari and you want to up your game and your insurance, you can then buy more liability insurance or you know comprehensive insurance on top of that. But you're not obliged to do that. So that would be the best way out of it, wouldn't it? I personally think that's the best way out of it. I always have, because it's the same as if you, were buying, if you were to say, say you buy a Rolex watch, you don't have to insure it. If you lose it, you lost the price of the watch. The same with the car. If you buy a big Mercedes... 
you crash it, you've only got to a party, your health is covered, but the car isn't. And the, per- and and the person you hit is covered, yeah. And the person you hit is covered. Um, now, I think the person you hit in any way with no insurance is covered in this state. Well, well, well they, well, yeah, well, they, uh, because there's a, there's a fund there. But, but here's the problem with the fund. A, it takes a little bit longer to get your payout. Uh, you're not going to probably get as much. And also, everybody else is paying for that fund for the MIBI. So we're all paying for that. So that's a levy that goes on everybody's insurance. Yeah, we're paying for the non-insured, effectively. Yes, of uh, course. So you're, well, you're essentially paying 1 in 13, so you're essentially paying about 7%. Everybody's probably paying about 5 to 7% on their insurance for everybody else who's not insured. But look, Yeah, and I'd say that figure's a lot more, Niall. If, you, if, you were actually, if the insurance companies were honest about it and see how much they pile on, I'd say they use that as a massive tool to increase it by quite a bit. Because now, in fairness to that girl now that's driving with no insurance, her insurance cost that she's saying it, it is extremely expensive. Like, I drive a big car, quite expensive, and my insurance is half of what her Yeah, but she's, under, like, she's under 25. Um, even at under 25, it's still quite expensive. Yeah. Like Today, insurance companies, like I got my like the refund last year, for instance. Now, obviously, the insurance... 30, quid, year, 30 quid refund, yeah. Yeah, that's just, it was just to really stop the issues going on politically around the whole insurance scenario. I've been, worked in these big insurance companies in their head office. Their money just flows in by the truckload. They, they're not... They're not stuck for money, trust me. Oh, I know. Um, every every phone call is another 700 quid. You know what I mean? So Exactly. And and even when you go to get your insurance, you pay your insurance on your car for 10,000 euro and you crash your car, they make you an offer of six. So you didn't really insure it for 10. You were actually, you're only going to get six and that's it. Yeah. Um, so what do they call that? The green book value, isn't it? It is the green book value, but it's, it, it, they, put the, they dictate the green book value as well because yeah. this is a data scenario. So it's dictated. The only thing I think that can ever limit the insurance companies in this country is the fact that we're in the EU, and it's the same with the mortgage industry, if you make it open to every co- every company that operates within the EU... And I, the by the way, I never understood why that was never allowed. There's, there should have been, well, obviously Britain's out of the EU now, but at the time, there should have been, up to say last year, there should be no reason why I couldn't just ring up a company in Northern Ireland or ring a company in London and get insurance because I'm in, in the EU. My licence yeah, is valid in the EU, so why my insurance isn't it? I don't know. It should be the same, though, because I have a friend of mine who drives, has two cars the exact same. He has one in his holiday home in Portugal and one in Ireland. And they're the same car the same year because he travels between both. His insurance in Portugal last year was €176. Euro. His insurance in this country this year, I think, was 800 something. Yeah. Same car, same year. Well, that, an- that answers all your questions, doesn't it, really? Listen, Pat, thank you very much indeed. Good luck to your brother, by the way. I hope he doesn't end up in jail. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I know some people I probably do. Uh, I hope uh, he ends up in jail. Now... What am I to do? Oh, yes. We're talking about drinking. And, I'm sorry, Ashley. I did miss. Oh, brother-in-law. Yeah, sorry. Brother-in-law. Uh, okay. It was Pat's brother-in-law he was talking about. That's what you meant to say. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.